Good morning everyone and welcome to OTG EMEA training. My name is Gudrun and today I'm gonna go over some very exciting things that I think we have been missing a little bit in our business for some time. I really really admire and, and love these trainings that, have, that are on this uh, platform every day. Uh, there are so many amazing leaders that have shared their knowledge and, and inspiration and, and a lot of mindset and, and tips and tricks. I really, really love that. I'm going to do a little bit different today because I'm going to use uh, a little bit of my old stories and experience uh, since basically uh, it's early on in our business. As I said, my name is Gudrun and uh, together with my husband Benedict, we have been building this business for over 22 years. And uh, um, every day I'm very grateful for the lifestyle, the privileged lifestyle this business has uh, offered us and, and been able to, to give us because of uh, we built a, a good foundation in the beginning and then we keep on using all these tips and tricks that everybody is talking about here on these lives. So, uh, but I, we started our business in 1998. Uh, well, some of you might not even have been born at that time or you were infants. But um, we still have some of the products that we had, uh, that we fell in love with in the beginning. And I have to say that I totally fell in love with Epoch and the whole rings and the whole idea behind Epoch. And we were very lucky early on to meet Dr. Paul Cox, the father of that line, the, the man that actually created that line for New Skin. And we. Uh, we met him, we, we traveled with him, he came many times to Europe and unfortunately I feel that that has been missing lately, that uh, people are not seeing him as much and I fear that the stories behind the products are getting a little bit lost. So I'm gonna do my best to tell you a few things both about Paul Cox himself, uh, this man is totally amazing and also where he gets his ideas from some of the products. I'm not going to go through all of them, but just give you some examples. So Dr. Paul Cox, who is this man and, and why is he working with New Skin? Well, he's an ethnobotanist, uh, first of all. An ethnobotanist is someone that works with plants and, and uh, studies the, the, the connection between you know, how indigenous people use plants for everything, for a lot of different purposes. And uh, there are not so many ethnobotanists in the world. I, if I remember correctly, when he was you know, in the early days, I think there were 11 and two of them were actually working with New Skin. So it's, it, it, I don't know how many they are today, but it's not a really big profession. But uh, it's a passion. You can see it when you talk to him. He's a very lovable, uh, down-to-earth person. And he has lived in the rainforest amongst you know, indigenous people for many years. I think uh, more than 20 years. He was living in different places in Polynesia. He was living in, in Samoa, for example, in a very remote village with no running water or anything with his whole family. And learning, you know, from these tribes, from, you know, learning the knowledge of the older people in the tribes. He speaks amazingly many languages, so he communicates to people that you couldn't even imagine. And uh, he's always, he goes into these uh, tribes and he, he talks to the oldest person because the knowledge has been 
you know, is going from generation to generation. And unfortunately, a lot of this knowledge is getting lost because now the young people in these places, they want to go out in the world and, and explore. So fortunately, there are people like him that go in and, and really study what is really happening and where, where is, what, how are people using uh, you know, plants for both their personal care and also for medicine and so on. And that brings me to that he actually, his first thought of going into the jungle, as we say, was to uh, find the cure for cancer. He hasn't found that yet, but as you can imagine, we would probably have heard about it, but he has been working on a lot of different things. And amongst them, he has a drug and he ha that has gone through all the processes of, of getting uh, approvals by you know, the legal uh, bodies of uh, how to approve a drug, which is really costly and, and time consuming. And that's for, uh, for uh, no, not, uh, he's working a lot with Alzheimer's now, but that one was for uh, HIV. And so he has, you know, on his way, he has found a lot of uh, different things. And now he's working a lot with Alzheimer's and, and uh, different things. And he was, uh, I think it was in 97, he was uh, by Time magazine, uh, basically featured as one of 11 heroes of medicine. So he's a very well-known person. He's, uh, he's called Nafanua, or he's, he goes by the name Nafanua in Samoa because he's a chief. Not a lot of Western people have become chiefs in, in, in uh, Polynesia or in these places. So it is a very high honor to give to someone. He has won the Goldman Prize. Uh, basically, it's like uh, it's the Nobel Prize for environment. He, he, his, you know, he, his, uh, he's worked a lot to preserve rainforest, uh, islands and island culture and, and different things. So, you know, he's been in so many places, it's way too much to tell you all about it. But one thing that I thought was really fun and, and uh, I really <laughs> was a little bit different, but I think he's one of the few people in the world that have been given as a gift to a king. Because uh, when the Swedish king became 50 some years ago, uh, he actually got a gift, who uh, got Paul Cox, Dr. Paul Cox, as a gift. Paul Cox had then been working a lot in Uppsala and different, you know, with all the ethnobotanists, uh, you know, knowledge and, and studies that are there that is very, very high ranked in the world. And uh, he became like the, a consultant for, you know, with the name of, of the, the Swedish king. And uh, so, you know, he, he's traveled around the world and wherever he comes, he, he people, you know, he can, it's easy to get people's attention. Well, he's been several times to Iceland and, and it's amazing to go around with him. He, you know, just once he was in our garden and and he walks around talking about the plants in the garden and, and I have no idea what these plants are, but he's like, yeah, this you can use for that and this you can use for this. And I'm like, okay. So I felt a little ashamed that I didn't know anything about my own garden. But it is, you know, once he came here, we actually took him to see the, uh, the president because this is how, uh, how he is ranked. But when you meet him, he's just this lovable person that, that loves to hang out and, and with distributors. He loves distributors. He loves to tell you stories. So I really, really hope that we will get him over to Europe soon so he can tell in his own words the stories of how uh, Epoch came to be. But if I go into that a little bit, then uh, he has uh, published a lot of uh, different articles, of course, and, and uh, I think he's written at least three books. 
But in one of those articles that he, uh, he you know, many years ago, probably 25 years ago or something, he was talking about how it's possible to use the indigenous knowledge into, for example, personal care. And when that article was published, his phone started ringing because a lot of the big personal care companies started to show interest like, hey, we could maybe use this knowledge into our products. So he got invitations to big you know, if you, I don't want to drop the names, he might, he has to do that himself one day. But uh, if you think about the biggest, co you know, cosmetic and, and personal care companies in the world, they started flying him around, pick him up in, in limousines and, and take him to very exclusive meetings. It's not really his style, so he was like, hmm, okay. Uh, he loves to be in the mud and, you know, uh, in the field as he's a true scientist. Uh, but okay, he was he was willing to listen because they were showing interest and what all he wants to do Is to give back everything he wants to you know, he, he has this knowledge He it, it's not his knowledge, but he's he wants to give it back. So when these companies want uh, came to uh, Talk to him or started to talk to him. He was like, yeah, I'm very interested uh, um, Definitely we can make some products but I have one condition, and the condition is that a part of the proceed of the, the products that you sell will go back to the, the indigenous people, because the knowledge is not mine, the knowledge is theirs, uh, and so it's just fair. And they, you know, every company after company were like, mm, really, well, our lawyers don't really agree on that, our lawyers will not allow that. So he said, okay, thank you, bye. And so he went and he was getting a little tired of this because he felt that it was, you know, companies that wanted to exploit and, and just take from uh, nature and take from, from uh, indigenous people their knowledge. So when he got uh, the call from Newskin, finally, he, uh, he was getting a little annoyed. He was like, yeah, okay, I can talk to you if you pay. And now I can't remember the, the amount, but it was a significant amount. If you first pay, this amount into a fund to give back to indigenous people. And they said, yes. And he was like, huh, okay, that was new. So he went and met with them. And we, sometimes it's like, you know, timing is totally awesome. T timing matters a lot. And you know this in your business, and we talk about this often in business. But here, the timing could not have been better. Two years prior to this, uh, or actually three years, in a conference, in, a, in like a global conference, uh, Blake Roney, one of the founders of Newskin, had talked about that we want to be a force for good in the world. So this phrase of force for good started to circulate within the company. And uh, I think it was in 96, uh, no, 94, that they actually made like a, okay, we, we want to be a force for good, and they started to put this into their material and so on. And, but they had, you know, they had ideas how to do it and, and they wanted to give back, but you know, it was just kind of in the starting period. So when Paul Cox comes to them with this idea, he says, you know, I want every, you know, I want the proceed to go back to uh, the indigenous people. They were like, perfect, that's exactly what we want. So they decided that 25 cent of every single product that would, you know, US cent, that would be uh, sold, would forever go back to a, 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 a force for good and two years later they actually made this foundation around it because then it started to grow pretty pretty much and, and then it became a, a, 
a body that is called the Force for Good Foundation. And I would love for you to go on forceforgood.org and see how much has been done since this start of this. It's totally amazing that all the products that we are using, that every time we use something, these amazing products, that they actually go back to these to, to different projects in, in different worlds. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of things that have been done there. And, and you really have to go and see for yourself because it's, it's in many different fields. But then uh, it's a question about the products. What, what did they start making? Well, Paul Cox has been very much advocating that when we make, you know, when, when you have a product in a personal care line, that you have that product with the same ingredients as uh, basically they're using, the indigenous people are using. And I can give you one example. And it's the Ava Puimoni shampoo. The, this shampoo, it's actually a flower uh, that in Polynesia, because he's been uh, uh, around in, in so many places, but in Polynesia, uh, they have uh, a flower that, you know, you have these, just can imagine this, you know, these beautiful uh, ponds or, or waters uh, around, and uh, around them are these flowers, and they are red and they are pretty big, so they are like, you know, a big thick flower and you just basically the people there he saw okay these people they have amazing you know the women had this long black silky hair shiny beautiful so he said i need to see what they're using in their hair and what they did they actually take this flower and they squeeze the juice out of the flower take it in their hand and put it in their hair so he's like hey that's an idea so he started to investigate and, and take a look at this and basically, that's what we have in here. It's the juice of the flower. It's now uh, produced and, and harvested in Hawaii. So they have these fields of these flowers to make this product. So when you smell this, uh, he once brought at one of the conferences, he brought a, a bouquet of these flowers. So we tried this and we tested it ourselves and we, we squeezed them and we could smell. It's the same exact same smell as you have in this, this shampoo. And the interesting thing is that the flower is called Avapui and you have other companies out there that are selling Avapui shampoos and or Avapui something and he is many of them are using a different part of the the plant for example the root or the stilk or something but that's not how they use how the indigenous people use it so basically he named it Avapui Moni and Moni means true. So this is the true Avapui. So that story I really love. And actually this shampoo is really good. I know a lot of people that have uh, this, that, you know, that really, this is their favorite shampoo. This is the go-to shampoo. It's, it's a, with a little bit of conditioner in it. So for many, this is more than enough and they use this uh, every day or every other day. So, you know, if you haven't tried it, really do and we also have there is also a, a, another uh, version of it there's a conditioner also and there is another one that is helping with the scalp for people that have uh, anti uh, the dandruff and this is an anti dandruff shampoo and it's actually working really really well so try it out if you haven't but then we have uh, another i mean one of the most popular epoch products is probably the the glacial marine mud I've heard a lot about, you know, I'm hearing stories around where this comes from and so on. 
But actually, the original story about uh, the glacial marine is that it's again indigenous people, but this time it is in North America. It's actually in Canada, uh, on the west coast, British Columbia, where you have uh, uh, clay because you had indigenous people, Indians, that were making you know clay, pots and pans and so pots and, and, and all kinds of things out of clay. And they were using this clay to do that, and they realized that it didn't work because it didn't stick together, it, you couldn't burn it, so they were a little bit annoyed with this clay because it didn't work as a, a clay that they had used before. But what they realized is actually that their hands and their bodies, when they were you know, working with it, became so smooth and so beautiful. So they started to use it to smear, uh, you know, to put on their bodies, uh, to basically to clean out impurities and so on in, their, in the body. And this is exactly what the glacial marine mud uh, uh, does. This is a mud that, you know, it's, it's, it says in the name glacial marine mud. It's, it's mud, mud that glace, a glacier has actually gone over in, in the ice age. And so it comes, you know, when the glacier goes away, this mud is left behind. And it is totally amazing to clean out impurities uh, from the skin. So I know many of you have tried it and they love it. And, and it's, it's a little bit like you know that it's also doing good. You know, part of it is going to force for good. So you also know that it's okay to use a lot of it. So, you know, you just put a little bit more and, and I, I really like that. But then, you know, Paul Cox had been working uh, for a while for... Um, for uh, new skin and then one day he comes home to his wife uh, Barbara and he tells Barbara do you know what they want me to make a foot cream I'm a world-known scientist and I'm supposed to make a foot cream and then Barbara looks at him and says well then you just make the best one in the world and he did he sure did he came with Firewalker Firewalker is uh, a very, very special product. We sometimes call, you know, often through the years we call this, have been call, calling this our gold, because this really is our gold. It's also in a golden bottle, but the story behind here is actually from two different continents. It's from Polynesia and South America. And when Paul Cox started to think, okay, a foot cream, something that, you know, that helps you uh, with tired legs, with healing and so on. What can I use? Where, where do people put things on their feet? And he started to study two tribes in different, totally different parts of the world that have this ceremony of walking on fire. So they rub a, a, a blend of products, blend of, of uh, herbs and, and things in, you know, on their feet before they walk on the fire and after. And this, they, they have similar things in both places and, and something that actually he used, uh, something that they use in both places and they, that's in here, the herbs and the, so it's, it's uh, basically it's heating your feet, it's called fire walker because the idea comes from there, from the walking on fire and it, it's a product that actually makes your uh, it it uh, increases the blood circulation, so you you get warm and, and uh, so you feel that you know if you put this on one leg. I remember some years ago we had a girl that was in a skirt in one of our demos. She put it on one leg uh, in the beginning of the demo, and you could see the difference of color because the the blood blood of cir circulation. I know a lot of stewardesses are using this, and they use it uh, on top of the pantyhose just through it because they get tired and they walk and walk and so on. So this is an amazing product. And then uh, in 2002, New Skin was the 
one of the main sponsors of the Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. So this is in, in the hometown kind of, of, uh, of Newskin in the home state. And then they were like, okay, we are uh, one of the main sponsors. We have to have a special product for this as well. So they went to Paul Cox and what he did, he actually studied, okay, what is it that we need? And he came up with another uh, foot cream, this time ice dancer. And he, this was for the ice skaters uh, at the Olympics. So that's why it's called Ice Dancer. And this is a cooling cream that does kind of the opposite of the Firewalker. It cools and it's, it's a healing as well. It's, you know, if you're aching and, and tired. So you have these two different products that are, that are complementary, but they do different things. And then he came with a little bit later, uh, the third foot cream as well. Maybe because the others were so, so popular. And this time he's like, well, it doesn't heat or doesn't cool or anything, but it makes your feet beautiful. And that's Soul Solution. This is, uh, this is from Central America. And uh, they have, uh, you know, this is basically uh, ingredients that make your, you know, you have seen these cracked heels, but this, you know, really makes the heel and, and the, the foot really, really beautiful. So you can walk in sandals and you use the others to feel good. So there are different, you know, I, I really, really love uh, the different stories and why. So we know what, where this comes from and, and so on. But then if I, to end with, uh, there are more products, but I'm just going to take one more. And it's the Baobab Body Butter. The Baobab Body Butter came, is, it's one of the latest products from Epoch. But it is uh, a product because we have been working so much in Africa. You know, Force for Good basically has uh, a whole village down in Malawi. I hope you know about this, the, the Safi uh, village. Uh, it's a school for, of agriculture for family independence. It's basically to help people to become independent. And this Safi, you know, this is a big Force for Good uh, project. And they are also, you know, part of the... Uh, the, the Vitamin packages goes to Force for Good as well. So there are different projects around the world, but because we are so much in Africa, Newskin wanted to make an African product. And they went to, to Paul Cox. And he came up with body butter because we really needed a good body lotion as well. We have several, but this is, you know, in this di direction, in these natural, uh, in this natural uh, line of products. This one, is uh, from about it's called baobab i don't know if you know how uh, what the baobab tree is it's a huge tree it's a it's a tree that holds a lot of water and it's, it's sometimes called upside down tree because it's like the roots are in the air and uh, it but it does have a fruit that is inside uh, like a, a cone and in that fruit that that's like uh, this uh, there is a, like a an ingredient that is used in this as well as uh, from a nut as well. So this is like a buttery uh, cream. It's a butter that you put on, you know, it gives you a lot of moisture. But the very interesting thing is that 25 cents of this product goes into a special fund called Seeds of Hope. And I was in Malawi now earlier this spring and I saw the results of Seeds of Hope and I can truly tell you that I have been so impressed. I was so amazed how much can be done with this. It's not, we are not planting uh, baobab trees, we are planting fruit trees. 
And it works like this, that the 25 cents that comes from this, they go to Safi and they get money for it to make these little tiny trees, fruit trees, mango, papaya and so on. And then they, they make them so they're big enough so you can basically plant them somewhere. And then for in the Safi extension and, and the villages around the, the, in Malawi that are getting, you know, white meals and so on, they get them these when they have been trained in how to care for trees like this, they are given several trees, uh, into, they're giving this into the villages where they put this in the middle of the village where it's supposed to be for everybody in the village and it's fruit trees that are for years to come will give them fresh fruit and meaning nourishment and food and so on. So it's and to see how well they care for them, how, how big a respect they realize this is going to be our future food, it's totally amazing. So for this, when you're using Baba, think about this, put a little extra, you know, use a lot of it, give it away as gifts and tell people the story that this is actually giving fruit trees in Africa. Uh, so it's, there are so many, you know, amazing things that you can use this in your business and, and basically for you personally as well. I think about this when I use these products that they are doing good and, and I really, really love that. So I think I've uh, exceeded my time here. I thank you so much for listening and I hope this was a little bit of a, an insight into the older stories of these amazing products and that it will mean that you will use even more of them now. Thank you for that. And don't forget next week you have a smorgasbord, you could say, of fantastic leaders next week. It's starting with Andrea Kovacs on Monday. Amazing leaders every single day. So don't miss out next week on OTD EMEA. Thanks for now. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye bye.